Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. You know, you gotta love it. If you're a pop culture music fan, you know that's The weekend bringing us in. The weekend is going to perform at the halftime of Super Bowl 55, and what a weekend it was. What you know about the weekend, Zubin? You know anything about the weekend? You know anything about the weekend? You ever listen to the weekend's music, Zubin? Didn't I just tell you that was the weekend coming in and they're performing at the half of Super Bowl 55? Okay, I'm going to put you on to some of the weekend stuff, though. I'm going to make that your life for a little bit. Old school weekend, though. Gotcha, gotcha. The weekend, missing the E, but the uh, proper spelling of the weekend. It was an amazing weekend for both of us, I mentioned. Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes, especially for Mahomes, it's Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance, all of our guests this morning on the Goodyear Hotline, including the fellas and the ladies on Tom Brady's greatest accomplishment. Hit us up, 888-ESPN, Key and Z on Twitter. If you want to vent over 4th and 8, I don't think we need to qualify what 4th and 8 is. You can do that as well. The phone lines are full. We'll get to them in just one second. I'm sure you've heard the Bucks, the first team to play the Super Bowl in their home stadium. They played the Super Bowl in over yeah, 25. Yeah, yeah, we heard it. They played the Super Bowl <laughs> in over 25 different venues, and now a 25-year-old kid that is the future of the NFL might be next in line to go back-to-back. Here's the kid on playing the old man in Super Bowl 55. Yeah, I mean, the Super Bowl is the Super Bowl. Uh, being able to go up against one of the one of the greatest, not the greatest quarterback of all time in his 150th Super Bowl. I mean, it's going to be a great experience for me. I mean, to, to go out there and get to get, have a chance to repeat and get to do it against the best. I mean, it's uh, it's something special, and I'm excited for the opportunity. Fellas, let's weigh in on Patrick Mahomes, and then we'll get to the fellas. Well, I mean, it, it's just he's young, and he's got a lot. Think about it, though, Zubin. You you you've been around this game for a long time, covering football for Sports Center and basketball and other sports as well, and you've been around it, Jay, watching it. When you look at Tom Brady, his early Super Bowls in his career, and he didn't stop after that. Think about the early Super Bowls in Patrick Mahomes' young career. He could have very easily gone to three straight. Three straight. He's now going to two straight and not slowing down. With a young team, the team is not old. That team is in they, – they just about right. They still kind of green. They starting to turn color a little bit. And they already got two chips that they could potentially win, one from last year and again this year. He is embarking on up another MVP. We're going to give it to Rodgers this year, right? Give it to Rodgers. Most likely he'll come back and double down next year in fight to win a MVP and another Super Bowl. I mean, it's it's. And what can you say about the job that Eric Bieniemy, who has taken over play calling duties in game planning situations, in particular in the red zone, and Andy Reid have done with this offense? I mean, it's just video game like it really truly is. And they play the Bucks, a team that they played back at the end of November, and they could, would control the game up until late fourth quarter when the Bucks scored two touchdowns, made it a three-point game, but they were out on them 27-10 in the fourth quarter. And they got to see them again a second time around. I mean, Keith, 21 points in the second quarter. I mean, it just they just blitz you. They blitz you. And, you know, the, the biggest thing I'm sitting here thinking about is, Wow, this dude is playing in two Super Bowls with Patrick Mahomes. Two Super Bowls. And before he's even lost a game by more than one possession. Like, he's never lost a game by more than one possession. 
And in his stint here, MVP, Super Bowl champion, now back in the Super Bowl again, I really do feel like we are about to witness the passing of the torch. From That's why I keep going back to this statement. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time for now. For now, I really do believe Patrick Mahomes is right there with the talent this team is constructed with. It seems like they're going to be in this conversation, and Mike Greeny has said it. Every year Patrick Mahomes does not win the Super Bowl, it feels like a failure because that's how talented he is. Last night, even with their whole O-line decimated, he's still making plays with a hurt foot, essentially, bouncing back off a concussion. That That's, that's the level of talent that is on this roster. Well, if you... Zubin, if you look at what Greeny's statement is, it feels like a failure every time they're not in the Super Bowl. I would say that after this year, after they take care of business this year, because we've seen teams in the past, whether it's been, oh, Seattle, they're going to be great. They're going to be great. They've yet to win one. Whether it was early Aaron Rodgers, oh, they're going to be great. They're going to be great. He's yet to get back. So I I would say after this year, if they win it, then I, that statement kind of becomes really true to me that it's going to feel like a failure because they're so young still. They're so young, and there's three or four more that's out there that they've got to go get. Now, they're on the shore, right? They're on the sand, and those trophies are in the middle of the ocean, and they're swimming toward picking up trophies along the way. They're going to keep grabbing at it, keep grabbing at it. And I think that that's where you're at with the Kansas City Chiefs. Because at some point in time, finances settle in, injuries settle in, things of that nature. So they've got a window that's wide open. Their door's not closing anytime soon, but they've got to cash in when the opportunity presents itself. There's no question about it. Super Bowl 55 is set in four minutes. Key's connection to the Super Bowl, literal and figurative connection, will join us. Hang tight for that. Let's get to the calls. Nick in Connecticut, you're on ESPN Radio. Tom Brady's greatest accomplishment or question this morning. Good morning, Nick. Hey, guys. Appreciate you taking my call. Love the show. Just wanted to ask you guys if you think uh, we call Tom Brady the greatest of all time because of all of his achievements. Because I think uh, Jay Will said it perfectly. I think Keyshawn said a little bit. Like, no other person has any of the stuff he has in terms of accolades, and I feel like that's why we call him the greatest of all time, not because of the things he's doing. And we see it with Patrick Mahomes. Maybe he can catch him for the greatest of all time. But it reminds me a bit of Michael Jordan and LeBron because LeBron's still playing. So we can't compare him until he's done with his career. Pat Mahomes is just starting his. Tom Brady obviously has a phenomenal career. But I do believe we call him the greatest of all time based on his accolades, not on his play. I just wanted to think, uh, get your guys' take on that. Appreciate well, you taking my call. He wouldn't have the accolades if it wasn't for his play. Um he is a terrific quarterback. He's one of the greatest of all times. I, I just don't – that's just not who I am. Jay is different. Zubin's different. A lot of people are different at how they position certain things. I mean, when you look at Michael Jordan, he's 6-0, and right? We forget about when he didn't make the playoffs, or we forget about when he got knocked out early on in his career. All we are focusing in on is the championships. You talk about Montana, he's undefeated. You look at how many trips Elway went to the Super Bowl before finally winning Super Bowls when he got Terrell Davis. So it's like pick it, flavor of the month, all of those sort of things. Brady by far is the most accomplished. It's not even close. Dude went to 14 championship games and 10 Super Bowls. 
10. It's dudes that play a lifetime in the National Football League and doesn't sniff a championship game or a divisional round. I mean, and so you can't put it into the proper context and perspective when you're talking about his career, right? The, the, the way that I look at it, they're going to change the rules to be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame for Tom Brady. Instead of five years, it's going to be five months after you retire. <laughs> it should be five minutes. It should be five minutes. Last thing. But Ken, Key, I, go ahead, I, Jay. I'm sorry. sorry Zim. I was going to say, you know, we talked in the last hour about how some players are transcendent, right? Yes. And here's, here's what I will say about Patrick Mahomes. I think there is this analogy and comparison to Stephen Curry, just the transcendent nature that he brought to the game of football with how he plays the quarterback position. You always talk about some of the passes Vinny Testaverde used to throw to you, those no-look passes, those shuffle passes, the swag he does it with. There is an element of him changing the game. And if they win this Super Bowl, if he beats the GOAT, and he continues to be undefeated in Super Bowl games, that legend will continue to build very quickly in this social media error-driven world that we live in. No well, doubt. By the way, Key, a bouquet is being sent right to Vinny. I mean, Vinny and Patrick Mahomes, I never would have thought I'd hear them compared <laughs> in the same sense. Well, Jay said that, not me. <laughs> well, you know, no, no <laughs> Key. I, I, but, right. but I understand what Jay is saying. Vinny Testaverde and Brad Johnson were two of the best quarterbacks, really the, the two best quarterbacks that I've ever had. And both of them, when they threw the ball, it was like handing the football off to you. So what he's saying is Patrick Mahomes is just doing it pretty effortlessly when you look at him. I mean, it's – I mean, I what can you say, right? I said it when we first started this conversation. Three could have potentially have been in the Super Bowl three straight years in a row, winning potentially – three straight Super Bowls in a row. So when you start to think about the dynamics of that early in his career, he's going to surpass Tom Brady in a lot of areas. Tom Brady's playing for a very long time. When you play as long as Tom Brady, 21 years, numbers, you're going to you're gonna pile up numbers. You know that, Zubin. The longer you play, the bigger numbers you're going to get. I don't know that Patrick Mahomes is going to play 21 years. But however long he plays, as long as he continues to win, He's going to continue to put up numbers, and therefore he will be in that conversation. Had Aaron Rodgers advanced to the Super Bowl and had won it, then he gets into that conversation as potentially Elway, Montana, Brady. The fact that he didn't get there, it pulls him back slightly from being in that conversation. People will always say that he is probably the most talented quarterback that we have seen. Now – that's all we're going to be saying. Oh, he's the most talented quarterback we've ever seen. Too bad he only got one until he gets another. That's a great point. Last thing I would just simply say, it's the double down for Mahomes. He's 25, so as you said, and Jay has said, he's got plenty of runway ahead of him. Plus, it's more of a passing league than ever before. When Marino threw for 4,000 yards, it was seen as atypical. Now you've got middle-of-the-road starters in the NFL that have no shot of winning the Super Bowl throwing for 4,000 yards. This guy's going for 5,000-plus, and you can just put it on the ledger year after year after year. He'll own all the records if he stays healthy. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin is presented by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Here comes Key's Super Bowl Connect. Welcome back to the Super Bowl indeed, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and their one and only Super Bowl victory. They ran through the 49ers, then the Eagles, then the Raiders. This time around, of course, they've ran through the Washington football team, the New Orleans Saints, 
and the Green Bay Packers. They did the latter with Tom Brady. They did the former with Brad Johnson, the Super Bowl winning quarterback, Keys guy, 76 connections or so between them in that Super Bowl season, and he joins us this morning on the Goodyear Hotline. And, Jay, it's as simple as this. When you win the Super Bowl to the victor, go the spoils. Brad, first off, welcome to the show. And I got to tell you, we have this picture of you and Keyshawn visiting Jay Leno, the Jay Leno show, one of the best all-time shows. And either <laughs> you are his legal representative or Key just came from a Nelly video because I am so confused by the dichotomy of the outfits here going into it. It's almost like a probation officer, Key. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that, 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 that's exactly what Brad was. He's my probation officer <laughs> leading me into the Jay Leno show. <laughs> look at that gear, though. I was swagged out, though, man. That's I had the Air Force Ones on, the Mitchell and Ness jersey. I had the big jeans with the swag, that cap, the visor with the with the net around it. You know, I'm I'm good, man. With the rolly on, I'm straight. What's up, Bull? How you doing, man? Hey, Keith. How you doing, man? Those were the days, man. We thought we could do anything. So. No, yeah, no, those you were. were that no, those were the days. That's for sure. Uh, Brad Johnson, my. Former Super Bowl winning quarterback, two-time Pro Bowlers, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Now, I know you had an opportunity to watch both games yesterday. And, and when you look at – let's take a look at the Green Bay-Tampa Bay game to start with. Aaron Rodgers' third down opportunity was passed over. He missed on the throw. They decided to kick the field goal. And what I want to ask you, Brad, as a – quarterback for a long time in the NFL, when you're in those situations, what's being told to you from the head coach? You want the coach to tell you there's going to be a fourth down opportunity. Sometimes that's not told to you, and they just figured you might know. Well, you, you don't know unless you're really told. <laughs> so uh, that was it was an alarming situation sitting on my couch. I thought – you know, one of the greatest pastors of all time. You thought they'd give him a, a one more shot at it. Um, you're down eight, two minutes to go. I know there's three timeouts and a two minute two minute warning, but you know, at that time, you know, you, you give give that. If you were Tampa Bay and you said, "What would you want? What would you want Aaron Rodgers or Green Bay to do?" They'd probably say, "Kick the field goal." I'd put it that way because it'd be an easy way for them to win. So, um, tough circumstances, tough calls to be made. It didn't work out for them, so they're going to be questioned forever. When you look at, and I know this is a tough one for you because you play the position, but when you look at Tom Brady, everything that he's accomplished, Super Bowls, 10 appearances, 14 conference championships, MVPs, I mean, on and on and on and on and on and on. If he goes out there and he beats the Kansas City Chiefs, does it solidify him as the the GOAT? Like the just it's not even close anymore? <laughs> It's, there's been so many great, great quarterbacks from John Elway, Peyton Manning, and Joe Montana. But when, when, you, when you tell quarterbacks how you're going to be judged at the end of the day, you know, it, it, you go by Super Bowls. And uh, so what Tom has done um, is a surprising note because he's done it for 21 years, 14 championship games down to the 10th Super Bowl. Um, it's amazing to watch uh, the consistency, the drive that he has for the team, the accountability he's probably bought to every organization he's had, every every building, every every player that he's ever had. And to do it in his first year in Tampa, it's hard to do that, to go learn a new system, to be coached by new coaches, uh, to bring that level of play up, and, uh, and to be expected to do that. 
uh, it's harder than people know to go do it in your first year as a quarterback in a new system. So I just I think he's on. <laughs> it's hard. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. So I think he's at the top. Brad, the city of Tampa will host his fifth Super Bowl. What does it mean to actually have the Bucks, your hometown team, team that you play for, in the Super Bowl in their own city? The Bucks have not been in the playoffs since our, our last Super Bowl win in 2003. Went to the playoffs in 2007. Uh, Tampa's been wanting a winner now for over 18 years to, to make this run. Uh, to happen in your own city has uh, never happened before. So right now, you know, Clearwater, St. Pete, Tampa, Del Mabry is going crazy. They're all on, on trampolines jumping everywhere. So um, it's amazing. It's getting ready to, done, to be done. I know those guys will be quarantined over the next week or so. So uh, it's going to be hard to calm themselves in their own town. So that's something that they're, they're going to have to overcome too. But it's, uh, it's truly amazing to watch what they did this year in the COVID year and uh, in the first year of Tom's being in that system. So it's, it's going to be fun for Tampa to host the Super Bowl. Brad, were you watching the game last night thinking, damn, what if I had guys like Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and Gronk on my team instead of guys like Key? <laughs> How far could we have gone? How many more Super Bowls could we have won? He's probably wishing he had Mahomes and Brady. So, <laughs> but no, you know what? We did it together. <laughs> no, we, we did it together. We had a great group of guys. I mean, from our receivers, Kenny McCardell, Joe Jarevicious, um, Keyshawn, obviously. Uh, we brought in Michael Pittman, had Mike Allstock, had uh, Ken Dilger, Ricky Dudley. We brought in a bunch of free agents. Had a great, We had a great team. One of the greatest defenses of all time. We had five guys probably make the Hall of Fame. Obviously, in uh, uh, Derek Brooks, Warren Sapp, and John Lynch, and Ronnie Barber, Simeon Rice were on their way, too. So it was a spectacular year. I wish we could have done it. Could have won two or three in a row, went through a bunch of injuries the next year. But it was a special time for, for Tampa and for us. And we'll all be in that same room together with uh, – share the Super Bowl together. So uh, being able to help Keyshawn at the end of the game like that, it's, it's pretty awesome um, that we got to experience that. Not many people ever get that chance, and, and I'm grateful for the guys we have. It's, awesome. it's, it's unfortunate, Brad, that guys like Jay Will and Zubin didn't get an opportunity to be around <laughs> us because they certainly want to always pigeonhole me as a problematic-type child for my quarterbacks. Will you tell these fools <laughs> yeah. that that wasn't the case? Please, to set the record See how he put you in the corner, Brian. <laughs> See how he put you in the corner. Yeah, you're on it, huh? Now, <laughs> let me tell you something. Um, honestly, we were playing St. Louis on Monday Night Football. And, uh, and I remember I went to Keisha. I think he had like one catch at the end of the half. And I said, dude, I'm going to get you the ball, man. I'm going to get it to you. And actually, Keith said, dude, just read, your, just read out your plays. Make the throws that you need to. Don't worry about me. I'm going to get mine. So I'll set, I'll set the air clear there. Keyshawn was actually one of the easiest easiest receivers I ever played with as far as wanting and begging for the ball. That was uh, – I never felt any pressure from that standpoint. So uh, There will be $3.2 Jay, million now translated to your bank account, Brad, for saying this from Keyshawn Johnson. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, don't – You won the bet. I got to wear a seven-count sweater, huh? Hey, don't, don't listen to him. Brad, let me ask you this before we let you go. The Kansas City Chiefs obviously are back in the Super Bowl. They took care of business against the Buffalo Bills. What are you seeing out of Josh Allen that makes you think that there's a huge, bright future ahead for this young man? It's a great team. He has a great coach. Uh, He's winning on a consistent basis, home and away. He has a big physical body. He can throw the ball anywhere on the the field that he wants. I really – 
he could have been, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the MVP this year, and Derrick Henry could have been also, however they voted out. But I thought Josh Allen, for what he did for his team this year, he's in that same category, throwing for, I don't know, 38, 40 touchdowns, leading his team to the AFC Championship game. Uh, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with for a long, long time. So he's a winner. And uh, did get much credit coming out of college, but I'm a big fan of Josh Allen. All right, man. Thank. Hey, also, good luck to Max. I know he's down at LSU. I can't wait to see him take the field. Yeah, I appreciate you. It's been a lot of fun. It's kind of nerve wracking sitting there in the, in the stands as a dad sometimes. But it's uh, definitely go Tigers, and I appreciate that. You got. Hey, it, Brad. Guys. Just want to tell you, in all seriousness, man. Um, you know, for you and Key, the way you guys win a championship, and I was lucky enough to get one in college, then get one at the pros, but I know how special it really is, that rarefied era that you get a chance to witness that with teammates, man, and uh, much respect to both of you guys for accomplishing that for the city of Tampa. That's awesome. Appreciate it, Jay. Always a big fan of yours. All right, so Thanks, Super Bowl 37. Hey, if you're watching on TV in the background, they were the champs of Super Bowl 37. The Bucks took it. The question now, will they take Super Bowl 55 and put Tom Brady and Brad Johnson in the Bucks Super Bowl winning quarterback club. All right, that's Brad Johnson joining us this morning on the All right, Bull. Han Lott. On the way. Hey, Jay. Yeah. Um, I, I up, wish Keith? you could have heard what I said to the control room when you said about, uh, you know, you won a championship in college and not so much in the NBA. I said something oh, that no. I <laughs> – You know what were I you said. Being, were you being mean, Key, again? Yes, I was if being did, very, very, very mean. It had uh, to do with two wheels. It had to do with I heard it before. It had to do with something that has two wheels. Vroom, 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 vroom. That's why I ride with four wheels now and a lot of steel around me, Keyshawn. And speaking of uh, Jay Will in college, we'll talk about Coach K, a big story you might have heard about oh, coming no. up. Hey. That's coming up in just uh, about I plead the fifth. Nope, not talking about it today, Zubin. Not doing it. <laughs> I'm sure many of you know what we're talking about. We'll dig in a little later this morning. All right, so that's an offensive Super Bowl champion from the Bucks. On the way, same team, defensive champion on the Bucks, an ESPN football analyst that lives in Tampa. He's next on Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin and the ESPN app. Times a goat. Uh, last year, I think we ended seven and nine. He's probably the biggest reason we are where we are. It's a tough journey to get here. You know, now home Super Bowl for the first time in NFL history. I think if any time you're the first time doing something, uh, it's usually a pretty good thing. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. One more snap. Mahomes goes to a knee. The trophy stays here. The Chiefs are back-to-back AFC champions. And the Super Bowl 54 champions are ready to run it back. They are headed to Super Bowl 55 as a road team to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
The Lamar Hunt Trophy stays in Kansas City. They'd love to pair it with another Lombardi Trophy. Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Chiefs on 106.5. The Wolf, the Chiefs just running over the Buffalo Bills, especially in the second half en route to a 38-24 win. It's their second straight Super Bowl appearance, looking to become the first team to go back-to-back and win Super Bowl championships since, you guessed it, Tom Brady and the Pats. There's a reason Mitch said it would be a road game in the Super Bowl for the 10 millionth time. The Bucks will be the first team to play the Super Bowl in their home stadium. But here's another exclusive group that Tom Brady joined. Just the fourth quarterback to start a Super Bowl for two different franchises. Who are the others? Peyton Manning, the Colts and the Broncos. Kurt Warner with the Rams and the Cardinals. And old school Craig Morton with the Cowboys and the Broncos. That was back in the 1970s. Back to 2021, the Yankees, after a very quiet hot stove offseason, business has picked up. They got Jamison Tyone, young, talented kid from the Pirates to shore up the rotation. Pirates getting a haul of picks back, so you can add him and Corey Kluber, who they picked up last week, and they will be behind Garrett Cole in the rotation. They also locked up, better late than never, DJ LeMayhew, who has been an incredible find for them. So after a slow start, the Yankees really filling it up at the plate and on the mound. And Sports Center is presented by Progressive Insurance with insurance for cars, homes, boats, motorcycles, RVs, and commercial vehicles at 1 800 Progressive and Progressive.com. That is the big question. And to answer all questions regarding Rodgers, regarding the Chiefs, regarding Tom Brady, even what's next for the Buffalo Bills, it's a pleasure to welcome in ESPN football analyst Booger McFarland, who is a two time Super Bowl champion, one of those coming, of course, with the Tampa Bay Bucks, and before Booger heads out to the gym to pump iron near the airport, where I know he's always pumping iron, he's pumped to talk to us. At least I hope he is. He joins us on the Goodyear hotline. Okay, Booger, you live down there in Tampa. That's been your home for years. I know we haven't seen a packed Raymond James Stadium, but kind of take us inside what it's like to be in Tampa right now, the day after the Bucks have put themselves in Super Bowl 55. Top of the morning, guys, and appreciate you having me on. Obviously, it's a it's a lot of excitement. Uh, this town knows what it feels like to get to this point, not only here but go on and win it. Because you know we did that myself and Key. We were on a team that was able to do that. Uh, but this is a different iteration. You know, this team is a younger team. The league in general is a lot, uh, a lot younger, and it's been a very talented team for a couple of years. And for Tom Brady to come and and, and give these young guys a lot of confidence for Byron Leftwich and, and Todd Bowles to be empowered to put together the game plans to take advantage of this talent. Uh, this town is on cloud nine. And, and, and wouldn't you know it that in order to hoist the Lombardi and, and be the first team not only to play in the Super Bowl in your home stadium, but obviously to win it, uh, they're going to have to go through the most powerful machine we've seen offensively in a long time in the Kansas City Chiefs. And, you know, wouldn't you know it, they're, they're already looked at as an underdog. So, the town is buzzing, but I, I got to think there's a lot of tempered excitement knowing that to get that Lombardi, you got to go through Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Boog, when, when back in 2000, we thought that we was going to be the first team to play in our home stadium for the Super Bowl. It didn't happen. We didn't quite get there. Eventually, we won the Super Bowl in San Diego. What do you think is going through the minds – of Buccaneer players as they now are the only team that will ever be playing in the Super Bowl as of now in their home stadium? 
Well, they're super excited. And, you know, I'm pretty sure I talked to a couple of guys last night uh, just via text message wishing them congratulations. They're excited. I'm sure they wanted to have a little fun last night as a team and, and enjoy the moment. But the job's not done, and I think that's where Kansas City has a little advantage right now. They've been there. They've done that with the group that they have. Uh, Tom Brady's been there and done that. Rob Gronkowski's been there and done that. So they're going to have to lean on, on, on those couple of guys that have, that have been to this point, what to expect, how do you do it, how do you temper expectations, don't come out in the first quarter and try to be a hero, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I think the learning curve is, is going to be paramount for this Buccaneers team. And, you know, Tom Brady and Gronk and those guys are going to have to do what they've done, which is when you're in the locker room, lead these young guys. I think that's the biggest difference between last year and this year is you, you want to talk about the play on the field. I get it. Okay. Uh, he's the goat. He's the greatest of all time, but I don't think we talk enough about the, the things you can't see the leadership uh, in the locker room, how you practice, how you come to work, how you're diligent. And more importantly, how you do it day in and day out, because consistency in pro football or professional sports in, in, in that matter is something that's hard to do. Boog, um, you know, I was having this conversation last night with Boomer on NFL primetime and our, doing our commercial breaks. You cannot compare the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense to your defense with the Simeon Rice, the Booker McFarlane's, the Warren Saps, the Rondé Barbers, Johnny Lynch's, Derek Brooks, on and on and on. But when you look at the job that Todd Bowles was able to do given the fact that Tom Brady gave up three interceptions, a couple off the hands of Mike Evans, to hold the Green Bay Packers to six points, something that I would have seen your defense do in dominant fashion. What does that say about Todd Bowles and what he's done as a defensive coordinator? Well, it's outstanding. You know, First of all, he's got really good players. Jason Light's done a good job of procuring talent. He's got really good players. And unlike Mike Pettin, he puts his players – in a position to succeed. doesn't mean they're always going to be successful, but you've got to give your team an opportunity and put your players in a position where they can have success. And Todd Bowles has done that, and he's done it, quite frankly, consistently for a long, long time. Um, he, he got a bad rap as a head coach when he was in New York. I hope he gets another opportunity. But he, it just goes to show you that regardless of um, – how you look at Todd Bowles, whether he's a failed head coach, whether he's an African-American coordinator, he is the type of person who knows how to get talent and put, in, put, put it in position where they can have success, and that's homework, that's scouting, that's game plan, all the things in, in there that are already packed, packed up, he can actually get it done. And so uh, he's going to have his biggest challenge coming up, though, on Super Bowl Sunday because if he's going to come in here key – and say we're going to match up Carlton Davis against Tyreek Hill, you and I are going to be talking the day after the Super Bowl like, man, did Ty Bowles actually think that that was going to work? Because that was the game plan the last time the Chiefs came to Tampa. Tyreek Hill had 7,000 yards in the first quarter because at some point in the game plan meeting, Ty Bowles said, you know what would be good? Let's match up Carlton Davis against Tyreek Hill and see if he can run with it man-to-man. That was one of the jet game plans. I hope they come up with a game plan this time. <laughs> So wait, Boog, what, 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 should the new, what should the new game plan be? Well, Jay Will, what you have to do with, a, with an offense like that, I'll take you back to the team we play called the greatest show on turf. And everyone said, man, how are you guys going to stop them? How are you guys going to stop them? They're averaging 40 points. And just to familiarize a lot of people with that team, it was Kurt Warner, it was Isaac Bruce, Torrey Holt, Marshall Falk, on and on and on. And I'll never forget walking into that meeting room 
and Monty Kiffin stood up and he said, we can't stop them. We can't do this. They're going to score 40 on us. They're going to do all this. And you, know, and, and you know what he simply said? He said, the game of football is still about hitting and making your opponent not wanting to come back the next play. And I'll never forget this, Jay Will. The first play or maybe the second play of the game, Kurt Warner threw a slant to Torrey Holt. And Derek Brooks, in a simple zone defense, cracked Torrey Holt's ribs. And I knew at that point on that slant route that the St. Louis Rams had never been hit before. Okay? And so we played a defense. Obviously, we had really good players. Uh, Key went down the list of players, really good players. But we didn't do anything exotic. We didn't come up with a new defense. It was really simple. When they catch it, make their parents feel it when you hit them. When they don't catch it, you make everybody feel it. And when it comes to an offense that's led by a Hall of Fame quarterback, it's up to the guys up front. Warren Sapp, Simeon Rice, Mazdiak, you got to go get him. You got to hit him. Football is still a game that is played with a helmet, and you get to hit people in between the whistle. And if this Buccaneer defense wants to stop Kansas City, we can talk about schemes all we want. But I'm telling you, I've been there and done that against the greatest show on turf. Hit them over and over and over, and eventually come the, there, there's going to become a point in the game where those hits take their toll if you do it the right way. Mm-hmm. Booker, you know what hit me? There's a, a picture that we got this morning uh, of Keyshawn and Brad Johnson visiting Jay Leno after winning the Super Bowl. When I, I, I hope you can see this photo. Key looks like a uh, one of those athletes, like I don't know Tyler Heroes in a Jack Harlow video that we saw recently. After they got like, it, yeah. it's like it looks like he belongs in a Nelly video on man, this picture. Stop, and Brad Johnson looks like his legal representative. That's what I'm trying to tell. It looks like his agent. I can't. It, this, My probation officer going and said, <laughs> but he got the extra extra baggy pants on the three X, not the two X, the three X. Let him know though, Boog. That was the look. That was the swag with the Mitchell and Ness jerseys. With the LeBron James yeah, headband? Yeah, the swag. But you also got to realize, Jay Will, Key was trying to bring L.A. down to Tampa. And we kept saying, yeah, Key, I get it. But L.A. really don't do like Clearwater, Tampa, St. Pete area. But Key was, Key was hell-bent on being, you know, <laughs> the West Coast guy that comes east. Uh, you know, and then, you know, Key thought he was hip back then, too. Let's just go and call Don't it Thought I was hip. Come on, man, stop. <laughs> hey, Boo, Key, you that, hating right now. Key, that outfit would have worked at Mid- Midsummer Night's Groove, though, for Magic's party. Dude, that would have worked for that. Not for, not for Tampa that, Bay, though. Everybody was rocking jerseys back then. We get off the bus in Philly. You know, Boog, when we go play Philly, and we run to South Street and go grab all the swag out of Mitchell, and that's going. Y'all yes, act like, y'all y'all act like that jerseys, was yesterday. That doesn't mean it was right, though. <laughs> I wasn't the only one look like the book. I wasn't the only one look like that. That's just a picture no, of me. You, you were not the only one that looked like that. You and Sap also, and, and and Jay Will. Here's the thing: Sap and Key had this love hate relationship, but they both liked the same thing. They both were uber competitive. They both liked to win, and they both were one of the ones that went to Mitchell and Ness and got the jersey. Hey, Boog, all I'll say is this, and we got to go. He wasn't the only one that looked like that, but he was the only one that looked like that on Jay Leno. Come on, Key. Come on, Key. Set the tone. Well, and then, you know, also, it's always fun to look back years later. Key, if you could go back and just remember what you were doing, like, cardio-wise back then, like, I mean, mean, you were in great shape back then. I know you ain't talking. Key, Key, what happened? Man, don't listen to me. Boog, swear I'm fat. Don't be listening to me. We got to go to break, Zubin. Go to break, Zubin, before we get in trouble. Go to Key, break. Come, Key, I don't swear. Boog, we got to go to break, Boog. We, right we got to go to break. break. I can't let you kill my co-host like that. Man, no I'm more. I'm not listening Zubin, to Zubin, jump in, Zubin. <laughs>
Thank you, Booger. <laughs> Anytime. That's my dude. Love you, Key. J. Will right, Zuba. Y'all keep doing a good job, man. All right, Booger. Thank oh, you. That's God. Booger McFarland on the Goodyear Hotline, a Super Bowl champion. We'll wait to see if this year's iteration will join Key and Boog and Brad Johnson as football immortals in Tampa. On the way, LaFleur getting criticized to the hilt. But the day before, another coaching legend was taking it on the chin. Hey, it's Greeny, and I told you in September the Super Bowl would be the Chiefs and the Bucks. How did they both get there? We'll be talking about it nonstop when we get together Monday. It's Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. We'll get to Cameron Indoor here in just one second. From A to Z, brought to you by Merrill. Merrill Edge self-directing helps put investing goals within reach. You can get started at MerrillEdge.com slash within reach. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, Smith, Incorporated, registered broker dealer, member SI. PC. The Yankees have brokered a deal with the Pittsburgh Pirates to pick up <clears throat> Jamison Tyon. Good young pitcher. He's overcome a ton of adversity. You might know a little bit about him. The Pirates are going to get a ton of draft picks for, in fact, and back from the Yankees, who also picked up Corey Kluber last week. So they got a nice little rotation there set behind Garrett Cole. They also signed DJ LeMahieu last week. Long awaited. The Yankees are making moves and causing waves is Duke head coach Mike Krzyzewski. Saturday, Duke lost its third straight game. This one to Louisville on ESPN. Duke's unranked for the first time in a half decade. And then after the game, the usual post-game press conference with this seemingly innocuous question asked by Duke University student reporter Jake Piazza to Coach K. Hi, Coach. I'm just curious as Hi, to what, what the I'm next step forward here is for the team as you guys move into another week of basketball. Yeah, why don't we just evaluate this game? You know, I'm not into what our next step forward is right now. We just finished the hard-fought game. Yeah, I don't know if, Wakeman, you, what, what, what's your major? What's your major at Duke? What's your hardest class? Econ. Okay. So say you just 
had the toughest econ test in the world. And when you walked out, somebody asked you, what's your next step? Uh, you see what I mean? Does that, you have some empathy and, and, you know, just give us time to evaluate this game and then we'll, we'll figure out just like we always try to do. Jay, what are your thoughts? So Zubin, I've known coach K for 23 years since I've been 16 years old. And just to preface these comments, because I know how when these things are said, people become very inflamed about it. I also want people to understand that I have been willing in my career through broadcasting to stand up for what I thought was right. And there were a lot of times, you know, during the Grayson Allen tenure that I felt very uncomfortable because I had said that Grayson Allen was wrong for tripping people. Okay. And going back into Duke, it was a very uncomfortable situation for me. So I've, I've been willing to stand up for what I, when I think coach K is right or when I think coach K is wrong with certain things. I've known this man for almost all my life. I know when he is angry. I, I, I know the tone of when he is angry. He was not angry when he was speaking to this young man. I think there was a teaching moment that he was trying to insert, and the analogy actually made sense. It was, hey, I just got my head beat in. We lost three games in a row. This hasn't happened since 2015-16, and I need time to assess what our next steps are, and that comes with, watching the tape. Now, I know people are going to say, well, the tone of it, he was, you know, he seemed chippy. Well, let's not forget that we're living in a virtual reality world to a degree. That was on Zoom. I think what happened from when I watched the tape is that Coach K asked him a question to try to make this bridge to build this analogy. I didn't hear the young man respond at first. Coach K then asked again. I didn't hear the young man respond then. And then he asked, you know, hey, what's your major? You know, what's your most difficult class? And then I think the young man kind of like, Hey, well, I don't know if he didn't press the mute button, whatever the situation was. And I think that's what makes the tone of it sound like coach K was trying to pick on this young man. I also called coach K yesterday and spoke to him for about 45 minutes. And he proceeded to tell me, Hey, I, I didn't want there to be any confusion. I called the young man. We spoke for about 30 minutes. Uh, you know, he has the right to ask whatever question he wants I was just trying to build an analogy so he can understand where I came from. And I also say this, you know, look, it would have been easy for Coach K to sit up there and say, look, let me give you the, the stereotypical answer here and say, well, you know, we didn't play well. Uh, we didn't score the ball well. We turned the ball over enough. Instead of saying, actually, I don't know what the takeaway is. I'm a Hall of Fame coach, maybe the greatest coach of all time, and I don't know what the takeaway is right now because we just lost our third game in a row to a Louisville team that we were in a position to beat, and we didn't play well down the stretch. So I, I just don't like when we get into the scenarios where people then want to take this small thing because of confusion about it and turn into you know, calling Coach K's names and he's a bad person. Look at the work he's done again. Once again, the body of work standing up for Black Lives Matter, really questioning about, hey, should we be playing basketball right now? What are we doing for, you know, what's in our kids' best interest? And I know people want to say, well, you know, Duke's not in the top 25, Coach K isn't relevant, and it's very easy to use things like this and say, of course he's going to, you know, be chippy with a young reporter because he's not in the top 25. He's No, none of this stuff matters, okay? He... He's going to be the winningest coach of all time moving forward. He's going to be a guy with five national championships. He's going to be a Hall of Famer regardless of what happens this year in the pandemic. But I don't think it's wrong. Uh, it's right to just jump to conclusions to assassinate this man's character for everything he stood up right for doing throughout his entire career.
I would agree with you. I think people, sad the commentary on 2021 is people just sharpen their knives all day long and now they're just looking for someone to poke. I would guess that most of the people that are criticizing him absolutely positively didn't hear the full exchange. They just heard Coach K's answer. That's the world in which we live. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Brady's biggest intangible next. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.